Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. Hello. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another Birdie Num Num podcast. Sanjay Manangtali here. I have just ordered lunch uh, on the Swigsters, on Swiggy, or Zomato. Zomato. I say Zomato, you say Zomato. I say... <laughs> Has anyone made that joke? Am I the first one to do that? Um, yeah, man, I just ordered food, and it got me thinking. Like, I literally was like, oh, I just had a great idea. I got to record a podcast now. Um, I spent a good part of like 40 minutes deciding what to order and eat on Swigs and also another 30, 40 minutes deciding what to watch on Netflix while said food from Swigs or Zomats is getting cold. Do you realize anybody else do this? Like we spend more time trying to decide what to eat than actually eating and we spend more time deciding what to watch than actually watching it before we get bored on Netflix and we look at our phones. Like, man, me and my wife, we have this like routine now. And I feel like it's perfect, actually, because, you know, we'll be making food. Uh, she'll be cooking and then I'll be cooking or I'll at least try to cook, which is the main point of this podcast. Um, but we'll like figure out our dinner and then the dinner is out of the microwave. It's piping hot or it's off the stove or just got delivered, whatever. And then we sit down and you got the Diet Coke with the ice and everything. It's all set on the coffee table in front of the TV. And then we waste about 20 minutes while all that food gets cold trying to figure out what to watch. So what we do now, every time we eat, friends rerun without fail, do the needful without fail at the earliest. And we watch a friend's episode for the 85,000th time of our lives. But at the very least, it's time pass. While we're eating, we enjoy our meal, crack back a few laughs. By the way, I've seen a lot of like anger about Friends recently. Like, oh, Friends is backwards and Friends was so sexist and demeaning towards gay people. And the punchline was this. Dude, it was the freaking 90s and the 2000s. Are you going to fault? And these are people I'm following on like Twitter uh, who like, you know, uh, God bless you. I mean, it's, you're you're right. You know, in retrospect, some of those jokes probably weren't perfect especially to somebody now um but like dude has anyone who complains about the simpsons or friends or you know any show or song lyric ever tried writing uh, a comedy show or ever tried making content like you can't please everybody all the time and it's okay like i hate when people get upset about that stuff but that's a tangent but we literally i still like friends i know some of the jokes might be insensitive but um, I'm watching it. I'm fine. Make fun of Indian people. Make fun of white people. Make fun of black people. Make fun of guys, girls, whoever. Straight, gay. doesn't matter to me. I have a sense of humor. I can take a joke. Um, but we literally will always just sit down now and watch a Friends episode because it's the perfect time pass. And then after we're done eating our meal, you know, within literally 12 minutes or 15 minutes, then, all right, all right, babe, what do you want to watch? You know, and then we go through the whole Check this out on Netflix. Read the reviews on IMDb, which I don't really believe in IMDb anymore because honestly, dude, it's out of control. Like some of these reviews, like there's movies. I saw a horror movie the other day. I forgot what it was called. I don't think it was called. A Quiet Place was awesome. Um, but there was another horror movie about like some cult. What was that movie about? Let me just check. And the reviews were like amazing. Um, and all... and. I think the reviewers are out of touch because I'm watching like other movies that are like 6.2, you know, 
you know, 6.1 on IMDb. And I'm loving those movies. And the reviews are like, don't know what the critics are complaining about. This movie was great. So I just don't trust movie critics anymore. Um, ending is cult. Horror movie ending is cult. What was that movie? Uh, Hereditary. That's right. Hereditary was the movie. And all the reviewers were raving about it. And so I don't trust that shit anymore. Um, but the point I was trying to make with this podcast is... Dude, I spend so much time on Swiggy, on Netflix, and I've gotten so lazy with eating, dude. Like, I, I mean, I'm married now, but I still feel like a bachelor because my wife is so cool that she'll just like let me do what I want. Because um, that's what happens when you marry a comedian and somebody who works from home. But it got me thinking, like, dude, my life is just constantly Facebook, Gmail, Instagram, Twitter, Swiggy, Netflix. And rinse and repeat, you know, and then obviously time with family and friends and all that stuff. And with all of this, cooking has become like something very important to me. And I know it's going to st sound strange, but uh, guys and ladies, obviously, you need to learn how to cook. Like, I, I mean, it sounds so silly now. Like, you know, when you meet somebody, it's like, oh, did, did your parents teach you how to cook when you were 10? And like, I know people who are like 35 years old and don't know how to cut onions are you kidding me, man? Like, I want to cry. I literally want to cry, not because of the onions, but you should do that too. Like, um, how does everybody cut their onions, by the way? I, I cut them so badly, but I like them as big chunks. But I know some people, like, have you ever met these people? My wife can do this, like, where they just cut, like, an onion with, like, one hand, like, and they're just, like, an inch away from their finger all the time. It's, like, magic. Um, there's also a good Facebook video of some guy who just like peels and chops onions with like record speed somewhere in India. Like I need you. Everyone needs a guy like that in their life. But it's so important to cook, you guys. Like once you start cooking, and I mean basic level cooking. Like hell, cook your Maggie or your top ramen, and just saute some onions and green chilies and sprinkle a bit of cheese on there, and just realize how much you've livened up the dish. Um, cooking is so important, dude. Number. The one reason I do, I spent 35,000 rupees on Swiggy last month. I just did the calculation 35,000 rupees. And that is okay. I didn't spend 35,000 rupees. Uh, I'm just looking at the math again right now. Hold on. I spent, I spent at least 20,000 rupees. Okay. If you're averaging out to ordering one meal at like 500 rupees, plus or minus a little bit here and there, tips and all, 20,000 rupees. That's more than someone's rent. Uh, on takeout, uh, you know, last month. And that same food, you know, why restaurants are so, are so successful because those of us who don't cook don't realize how high those markups actually are, okay? That chicken you paid 500 rupees for or $10 takeout, that literally cost a, bu a buck, a dollar, okay? That's a freaking thousand percent markup, bro, all right? And they do it at wholesale, all right? So they're doing it all the time. And that's the number one reason you got to cook, by the way, is you're going to realize how much you're overpaying for your food. Number two, it's a valuable skill, everyone. Okay, dude, if you don't know how to cut vegetables, how to saute vegetables, how much oil to use, and then you start realizing how much oil is actually going into the food that you're eating, uh, you're in for a problem, bro. Okay, like ever since I started cooking, and, and I cook really good non-veg food, by the way. And I would say ladies, but I'm married now. So I'm just saying like, I cook really good non-veg food, I feel. And I'm like so proud after it's done. I'm like, whoa, like that entire thing is going to feed me for three days. And that cost me the price of 
one takeout item I, I finish in one sitting. And it's crazy, man. Like, number one, you got to learn how to cook because you realize how much you're overpaying for stuff. Number two, you got to learn how to cook because you realize, wow, I can make something taste amazing with less oil and less fat and less bread. And it's dope, you know, like it, it's it's really nice. This is going to sound so cheesy. I know young people, you don't want to hear this. And if you are 21, 22 and you're already practicing this and meditation and yoga and all the other stuff I said from my earlier podcast, uh, God bless you. You are so far ahead. I wish somebody at 21 like shook me and was like, yo, get off the Internet as much as you're doing or start doing stand up comedy earlier or start meditating earlier or Bro, you could have a six-pack in six months if you honestly just tried. What the hell is wrong with you? But I didn't have – I mean, I didn't have a mentor in that way. I had a lot of great mentors. My older brother would a lot of, with a lot of other reasons. But in terms of this sort of stuff, eating healthy, being healthy, uh, it's really important. Somebody should – by the way, business idea. I feel – bro, somebody should like have a business like Tinder for mentors. I mean mentor. Mender. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. Maybe I should start that business. But there should literally literally be Tinder for mentors, I feel, where, you know, everyone needs a mentor for their physical life, which is mental, you know, health and eating healthy and, and exercising. But you also need a mentor in your professional life. So if you're in IT or software or marketing or some business or want to start import, export, whatever, you know, find banking, whatever, find somebody who's willing to take you on. Uh, and I really pray that, you know, we, we should keep this, at least in India, same sex for now. So we reduce the level of funny business initially. And uh, yeah, man, hell, even in dating, you could have a mentor, you know, or marriage, somebody who gives you advice. Um, unqualified, of course, it's not therapy, but yeah, dude, men, because most people are scared to ask for mentors now that I think about it. And I feel bad. I tell people to get mentors all the time. And even when I ask like a, a much more senior comic or if somebody asks me, can you take me on? I'm like, bro, I just don't. I appreciate you asking and I'm happy to answer your email. You know, like I'll spend an hour writing you like a two, three, four, five paragraph email. Um, but, you know, like I can't be your mentor, but but I'm so happy you asked because that's the right step. You know, like I'm not going to go call Russell Peters tomorrow and be like, be my mentor I know you've got 85 other problems to worry about, but can you worry about me now too? But um, man, this podcast is great. I started talking about, sorry, I just said my own podcast is great, but I started talking about Swiggy and food and how I think I have a billion dollar idea for, you know, Tinder for mentors. And if you're listening, please go make it and give me 10% if you don't mind. 10% of a billion is a hundred million. Um, so I'll take that. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, Number one, you got to cook because you got to see how much money you're wasting on food. Number two, you got to cook because you got to see what's going into your food. Number three, you got to cook because you just need that skill, dude. Men and women both need to know how to cook. It's an invaluable skill in life. Obviously, once you have kids, which I don't have now, but my brother does and I'm seeing it, you take pride, man, in like watching what they're eating, dude. I love it like when people like, you know, uh, like even when people who have dogs, they're like, oh man, it's like, it's so nice. Like even the pet industry is like made with real potatoes, $100, 10 kg bag of dog food made with real potatoes and real brown rice. And I'm like, bro, you know what else is, is made out of real potatoes? Potatoes, <laughs> you know, 
Like, why not give you? No, it's not a balanced diet. We have to give our dog this big processed gruel. It's so funny, dude. Look at how smart the health in the food industry is getting. They've been giving us processed, mishmash food made in factories. And now they're saying once people are getting health conscious that, oh, it's unprocessed now and it's made with real potatoes in that same processed factory. So whatever happened to, dude, if, if you want to spend $50 on dog food or 8,000 rupees on a big bag of dog food, why not instead get your ass in the kitchen, chop up some potatoes, chop up some whatever. You don't put chocolate because dogs can't eat that, I think. Um, put potatoes, brown rice, chicken broth, some chicken. Let it be frozen chicken. I don't care. Um, but honestly, watch your dog gobble that down. When we had two dogs, rest in peace, Ronnie and Kush, love you guys forever. Um, when we had two dogs, dude, and when they were getting older, uh, my brother did this amazing thing where he would make their food every day. And I'm talking carrots, yams. I don't know what yams are called in India. Can anybody like tell me? Um, Carrots, yams, brown rice, uh, potatoes, uh, chicken, and, you know, you just put that little bit of chicken in there. You put that little bit of chicken broth on top. Your dogs will your dogs will gobble it down. And you get, like, a sense of pride watching them eat it and taking that further in life. The second, dude, one of my greatest joys is to, like, make something right now and see my wife eat it. Um, I mean, I don't make great vegetarian food, but she eats egg, which is cool. Um, so I just love like making a pasta and seeing her just nail it down. And I love, I'm sure when we have kids, I'm going to have great joy in seeing that as well. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at guys, you know, it's just really important to eat healthy these days. And it's really important to cook your own stuff, dude. Like, I mean, it's a, if you're single, bro, I mean, a lot of guys will try this. If you're single, you'll see like people like, um, yeah, why don't you come over? I'll like make you some pasta. Like, why don't you come over? Like, I'm just saying it's an added benefit. Point number four. This is not the reason you should cook, but it's a very attractive quality, guys especially, uh, to women uh, for guys who can cook. And cooking is not hard, dude. I don't know why some people look at cooking like it's rocket science. Everybody does it, you know. Um, it's annoying at the beginning because we've got so lazy as a society. We don't want to like peel an onion. We're like, ugh. This onion's like not, dude, by the way, another thing I love doing with like a chicken curry, I don't even care about the rice or the, um, the roti or whatever. I just love taking red onions and then just dipping them in chicken gravy. It's like my guilty pleasure. And it's so good, dude. Red onions, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of lime, a little bit of salt and pepper. Uh, it's, it's the bomb. I can, I can eat red onions all day. Um, if you like white onions, uh, you just, I mean, you got to get out of here, you know? Um, but yeah, man, cooking is like, it's such a big deal, dude. And we spend so much money on on food. And the second you start cooking, like a world opens up, you know, and everyone's in a different cooking now, vegan cooking and keto cooking. And all my friends make fun of me because I love trying these different diets to see what works for my paunchy ass Indian body. You know how like every other like in America, they're like, ooh, dad bod, dad bod is hot, man bun and a slight paunch, that's dad bod. But we as Indians, we have uncle bod, like I don't know why. It's so much harder for brown people to get a six pack than it is for white people to get a six pack or black people to get a six pack. I just feel genetically and our diet and like, you know, hundreds of years of what we've been eating 
uh, it just doesn't want to go, bro. <laughs> you know, that should be the new test for Indian parents, you know, not winning the spelling bee, not getting straight A's, you know, not having the best exam. But if your kid has a six pack, he's going to be successful in life because that is next. I feel like getting a six pack is way harder, you know, for a 19 year old or a 29 year old or a 39 year old than topping at, you know, IIT or, you know, being the best uh, engineer at Microsoft or whatever. So if you can get that six pack, man, more power to you. And that's the other fifth benefit of eating at home is you're going to be so healthy, dude. Like, dude, it's really, I feel it's really impossible to gain weight if you're cooking the majority of your stuff. I'm not saying you won't. I mean, you'll obviously, you still might drink uh, and all that stuff, but Man, like it's just beautiful to start making food at home because you actually don't eat that much. I mean, you're smelling the food, you're seeing the food, you know what you put in it, and you're feeling good about it. And because the process is slight, and what are you in such a rush for? For those of you who are like, I don't have time. I mean, what, you've watched 19 episodes of that Netflix series, you don't have time. Watch the Netflix series while you're cooking. Listen to this podcast in the kitchen while you're cooking and send me a photo of you in the kitchen with your Bluetooth speaker next to the stove cooking, listening to me, telling you to cook, please, somebody send me that photo. Like, because dude, the other benefit is when you start cooking is you actually start doing stuff. It's kind of like you're, you're like being active, you know, and you're being productive and things are getting done around the house. You're like, oh, while these onions saute for about seven minutes on low heat, I'm going to go fold my laundry or I'm going to go see what to watch on TV, which is also yet productive or, oh shit, let me answer that email because you're looking for stuff to do while that cooking is happening. So, dude, there's so many, there's a reason people cook and it's not just to eat, all right? Especially the middle class people who act like they're so depressed and they're, you know why people go to therapists? Because they're not cooking, all right? You just have too much idle time. But if you're cooking and you're cleaning your kitchen and you're eating healthy and you're keeping your mind occupied with good stuff and you're saving money and you're being attractive to people by having a skill and you're feeding your children, all that stuff really comes together, you know? So I'm just saying, guys, please and ladies, learn how to cook. Cut those onions. Here's how I started cooking, by the way. I literally cut onions and I cut green chilies and I put a tablespoon of oil on a pan. That's how I started cooking. And from there, my body or my mind just like genetically maybe Oh, let me add some ginger garlic. It was literally red onions, green chilies, ginger garlic. That's how I started. I made egg curry for the first time when I was like 14. And my mom was looking at me burning these onions on like super hot. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to make egg curry. And then I looked at the egg and she was like, okay, I'll boil the egg. I'll add the the whipping cream and the butter and the haldi because haldi always has to be in everything a little bit of turmeric you know organic haldi 1999 even though it costs five cents um but i literally started cooking with red onions green chili and ginger garlic and a tablespoon of olive oil and then from from there just over the years i just figured it out and today with the internet and everything you can literally you know get everything done so fast so i would recommend it guys and girls Please start, cook something today, and that's what I wanted to say. On this week's episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Birdie Num Num. Birdie Num Num. Birdie Num Num. That's right.